How the heck are you supposed to remain optimistic when everything is working against you? That's what we're going to talk about today on this brand new Compete Everyday podcast. Competitor, good morning. Let's go. My name's Jake Thompson, your Chief Encouragement Officer, and this is the Compete Everyday Podcast, a show designed to help driven people build a winning mindset so they can build their winning life. Welcome to the show. What's up, competitor? Jake Thompson here, your very own Chief Encouragement Officer, and welcome to this brand new episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. So we're talking about building an optimistic mindset, especially when we're in the midst of a storm. As we dive into today's show, I want to encourage you with a follow-up from Monday that if you are listening to the show, if you're engaged, if you're interested in something we haven't talked about yet, you want to figure out new ways to build a better habit, to block out distractions, to have this competitor mindset, and, and maybe where you're struggling with that. Shoot me an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. I would love to create some content specifically for you, something that's going to help you continue to show up to compete, to slay that giant in front of you, and to get that goal that you've set. So if that's you, drop me an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And then if you're listening to the show, if this is your first time, sit back, relax. But if you've been back to the show multiple times, I want to encourage you to help us keep the show going and support the show by one of two very, very easy ways. First way, all you got to do is share this episode with somebody. Send it forward, share it on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Give someone a reason to listen to this show or what you picked up from today's episode or another episode that maybe is your favorite from this year. But help introduce someone else to Competitor Nation the second way may take a little more time, but I think you're going to like the payoff. Head on over to CompeteEveryDay.com. Use the code PODCAST, P-O-D-C-A-S-T. We'll get you 15% off any order. That's code PODCAST. We'll get you 15% off any order. So you can pick up a flag for your gym, your garage, your office. Grab a copy of my book, Compete Every Day. Or heck, even pick up one of our Win Your Next daily journals if you want a simple, straightforward approach to journaling, to building out your targets for the day, and to focus in on how you're going to build every day your mind, body, spirit, career, and relationships. So check it out all at competeeveryday.com and the code podcast will get you 15% off any order. Now, let's talk optimism, storms, negativity, and why it's so important to have this type of mentality. I get it. It's freaking hard to remain optimistic when the world around you is just, for lack of a better phrase, parents guard your kids' ears, it's a shitstorm. When things are just not going well. It's hard to, to look for those positives when you get that diagnosis from the doctor. It's challenging to, to find any good when you're served divorce papers or when you just get terminated from work. Life has challenges. Some are, are minor. We get a flat tire on the way to work. We're in a fender bender. Some are really freaking hard, like a cancer diagnosis, the loss of a best friend, a spouse, dealing with heartache and heartbreak. The, the one thing that's common in every single one of us here in life is that we're going to face adversity. Where we differ, though, is in how we respond to that adversity. 
even though we have zero control over what happens to us a lot of times in life and what challenges and setbacks we have to deal with, we 100% always control how we respond to it. And that's paramount because we choose our response. It's not our circumstances, it's our choices. And that's why it's so incredibly important to maintain optimism even during our toughest times because the tough times are coming. The challenges, the setbacks, the pain, the heartbreak, they are absolutely coming. And sometimes they're going to feel even more than we can handle, that we can bear. But you got to know that you still have power in how you respond to it. And every rainstorm, every thunderstorm, every tornado and hurricane has an end. And so how are you going to walk through that storm? And more importantly, who are you going to be when that storm ends? And so today, I just want to equip you with a few ideas on how you can build a more optimistic mindset and maybe some things you can do during that storm, especially if right now you're just struggling, you're grieving, you're hurting, you're angry, you think the world's against you, then I want you to try doing some of this stuff. Try one, two, three of these items over the next few weeks. See how it helps you walk through the rain, but more importantly, know that by doing this process, you become someone stronger and better when that rainstorm ends. So the first thing I want you to think about, and we've talked over and over again, is I want you to try journaling on gratitude. And when we think about journaling, sometimes it's overwhelming. It's like, man, I got to pull out this paper and I got to get the right notebook and I got to write all this stuff and I'm not a writer and I can't think about it. I want you to throw all of that out the window, all these preconceived ideas on what journaling is and what you have to do. I want you to just have a piece of paper. It can be like a yellow tablet. And all I want you to do is scribble the date and then three little dots. And next to each dot, I want you to put one thing you're grateful for. You may be in the midst of the worst storm. You could have just been told by a doctor today that you've got to step up and get ready to battle cancer. You still have something you're grateful for in your life. Maybe it's the attitude and energy your dogs have when you get home. Maybe it's the fact that Even though you're going into this storm, you have people beside you who are going to walk through it with you. Maybe it's the fact that you got it caught early by your doctor. Whatever the case may be, think of three things. Hell, it could be something as simple as you walked outside and the sun was on your face and you felt that I can win this. Whatever it is, I want you to write down every single day three things you're grateful for. Some days this may be super easy. Some days you may have to struggle. But remember this, muscles in the gym are built through struggle. We are intentionally making ourselves uncomfortable and putting ourselves into a struggle in order to strengthen ourselves. And this gratitude muscle is no different. So every day work on having that gratitude journal, writing down three things that you can be just be grateful for that day. Second thing I want you to think about, in some cases this happens, in some cases it doesn't, but ask yourself, is this going to matter a year from now? Sometimes the question is, this is going to matter a month from now. If you get into a fight with your significant other, it may not matter a year from now. It may not matter a month from now. It may not matter next week. And so sometimes we overblow it. If it's a bigger situation, maybe it does matter a year from now. But for a lot of us, some of the things we need to do is learn to to distance ourselves and look at this bigger picture. And so ask yourself, is this going to matter a year from now or a month from now. It helps us step back and look at the larger picture. 
And so that's a, a key one. So we're going to talk about journaling and building kind of that gratitude muscle. We're going to talk about the importance of, of stepping back and looking at the big picture. The other thing I'm going to challenge you to look at is how you talk to yourself during this. Because for a lot of us, when we get into the middle of the storm and the challenge, man, our inner critic ramps up. That voice inside gets so much louder, so much more negative, and we're more likely to listen to it than to simply hear it. We talked about it here on the show before, but hearing it, you can't help what you hear. You can't help what thoughts run into your mind. You do, however, control which thoughts you listen to and obey. Just because you hear it doesn't mean you have to listen to it and obey it. It's just like every billboard you see on the highway. You may see the billboard, you may read some of them, but you don't act on every single one of them. And so be aware of how you're talking to yourself and work on having self-help messages instead of self-hindering messages. So make sure that you're intentionally talking back to the negative voices. Make sure that you're encouraging yourself and that you're using productive, optimistic language. Brian Kite was on the podcast once and he talked about optimism of, of the importance of being grounded in truth with looking for the optimistic, productive way. It's not this positivity that you're ignoring that the house is on fire, but you're productively saying, oh my God, my house is on fire. What's the best move right now? It's to get out. Make sure I get my family out. It's thinking ahead of, of we can rebuild this. And I can understand that. I can't change that the house is gone, but I can rebuild going forward. And so you've got to focus on how you're speaking to yourself intentionally. The other thing you have to ask yourself during the storm is looking for opportunities to reframe situations. Looking for opportunities to reframe situations. If you just lost your house, man, that's traumatic. It's scary. It's terrifying. We've had friends that their house got struck by lightning and burned down, and it was a disaster. They were living in uh, hotels for a while, and then eventually in a rental house while their house was being rebuilt with insurance. And the thing is, as you're going through that process, sometimes during the midst of that storm, it's hard to reframe and see what are the positives here? Everything's going against me. But if you do a little work, it could be well, now we're spending a lot more time in close quarters, so we're getting more family time to bond and to build. You know, I always hated that wallpaper in the kitchen. I guess this is my opportunity to replace it. All of us got out, and the things that were most important, we were able to get out too. And so that's the positive. So look at where you can reframe certain situations and even if you're going through the storm, if you're like some of us, maybe you look at this as this is going to be a battle. I'm going to do my damnedest to win it, but I'm going to make sure that everybody watching me is inspired by how I fight so that if they're ever in this situation, they're going to remember me and they're going to do the same thing. Because for a lot of us, a lot of us go through storms in silence and some of us go through storms in public. And so for those of us that go through storms in the shadows and the silence, nobody kind of knows what we're going through. But those of us that can go through it in public when you're, when you're going through a cancer battle or a divorce, people are watching how you handle yourself and how you respond. And so maybe the reframe is simply looking at it as, I'm going to set the blueprint for other people and inspire them of how to do this with pride, with dignity, and with just this hellaciously strong compete everyday mentality. One of the other things I want you to think about as you're going through and finding optimism in a negative situation is this really cool idea I just came across called focusing on the positive three at a time. 
I got this from the Crisis and Trauma Resource Institute, but they call it the three good things exercise. And it's part of that gratitude piece of writing three good things that happened to you or three things you're grateful for. But I would take it up to a degree of identifying, okay, today, what are three good things I'm going to do? Could be I'm going to send an encouraging text message to a friend and get my focus off of woe is me. I'm going to go outside and get a workout. Enjoy the sunlight. I'm going to walk my dog. I'm going to send out an email to my team. I'm going to book a trip. I'm going to buy tickets to go see that movie I like. I'm going to order a book I want. Like identifying three good things that you have control of and that you can work into your day. This is important for a few things. It's going to give you something to look forward to, some sunlight to see in the midst of the storm. It's also going to help you focus on what's in your control. Because a lot of times when we're going through the storm and we're struggling and and things are outside of our control and we feel like the world is against us, it can feel like so much is outside of our control affecting us and we feel powerless and we can do nothing. But sometimes it's identifying what are three things in my control today that I can still do and focus on doing them because it reminds us that one, we still have agency in this life and two, that we still control how we respond. And so if you're in the midst of that storm, focus on three things you can do every day within your control that are going to give you a little life, that are going to light you up a little bit. The last two things I want to tie together just slightly, but I want you to know as you're going through storms that it's okay to have a bad day. It's okay to feel the emotions, to be upset, to cry, to scream in anger, to to be upset, to just want to sit in the couch and and be angry. I don't want you to suppress your feelings. I want you to I want you to feel them. I want you to to find somebody you can talk to about them and process them. I mean, I'm I'm going to tell you personally from the guy that used to always suppress everything. It's not physically the healthiest approach. In my um, er, mid, I would say mid twenties, mid to late twenties, I went through a period where I started compete every day. My parents got divorced. I broke up with a girl I'd been dating for eight months to a year. I was stressed because my consulting practice was not doing as well at that time because one of my big clients had gone under and I'd obviously started compete. And I got this spot on my leg. And I thought, crap, I got staph infection at CrossFit because if you were one of the old school CrossFitters in 2009, 10, 11, 12, you're in dirty, dirty gyms. And staff happens. It's in dirty locker rooms. It happens. And I saw my leg and thought, crap, I got staff. And I went to the doctor. The doctor was like, eh, I don't know if that's staff. I don't really know what it is, but let me give you an antibiotic and go. About a day and a half later, my leg was itching and hurting. And I looked down and it had blown up all over my legs and backside. And I go back to the doctor and the doctor looked at me and said, what's going on in your life? I was like, what do you mean? She's like, what's, what's your personal life? So I told her, she's like, you have shingles at 27. And I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, I only see this with brides on like the day or two before their wedding. Like you have to process and talk to someone about what you're going through because you can't bottle it up. Your body cannot handle stress. So now here I am 38 approaching 39 and I have to be aware that I've got to process and deal with emotions because my body will literally break out into shingles again. And so that's the reminder that you got to feel the stuff, and but you got to talk to somebody. You got to work through this stuff. 
don't leave it all in. It's okay to have bad days, but even on our worst days, it's important that we find a positive. We do something within our control. We look for the good. We end it on a positive note. And then finally, as we wrap up, one of the easiest ways to get the focus off of you and what you're going through is to add some positivity to someone else's life. It can be as simple as sending a text to a friend, shooting a Facebook message, Instagram DMing somebody, leaving a positive comment, or sending a handwritten thank you card. And one of the, the best ways to remove some anxiety, some stress, the focus on how terrible everything is for you is just looking for opportunities to add value to others. You can even go volunteer somewhere. One of the things I found on the speaking side when I was getting ready to work with more and more clients is just this idea of shifting focus off of the nerves of the presentation, the worry of what people are going to think, is it going to suck, and putting the focus in how can I help you. Because when we shift our focus away from ourselves, a lot of those nerves and anxieties and, and worries tend to disappear because we've put our focus on someone and we're looking for opportunities to help them. It's that selfless pursuit in leadership. It's that opportunity that even though you're going through the storm, you're still building your leadership influence and impacting others. So if you're going through a storm today, if you're in the midst of these troubled times, I hope today's episode gave you some encouragement. But more than that, I hope it gave you some ideas and some things you can go do, some actions you can start taking every day. And if you're not in the storm yet, well, I would say this list is pretty valuable even during the good times, adding value to others, building your gratitude, working on reframing situations, all things that are incredibly important in our day-to-day -day life, especially if we want to build that championship mindset and continue to show up and compete every single day. There is a way to be optimistic during life's toughest challenges, and there is a way to maintain control on how you respond and do so in a way that increases your leadership influence but more than that, makes you the inspiration that others look to during their own storm. Lead the way, competitor. I'm cheering for you. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the Compete Everyday Podcast. To get in touch with the team, drop us an email to podcast at competeeveryday.com. And to find out more about our resources, content, and gear that will help you build that winning mindset so you better compete for your best life, visit competeeveryday.com.